Welcome to the Power Up Kids Self-Defense Podcast. This podcast is for kids and all the trusted adults who love them. The more time we spend learning, thinking about, and practicing the tools in our self-defense toolkit, the safer, more resilient, and empowered each one of us is. And that's a fact. My name is Sylvia Smart, and I'm glad you're here. I've been teaching martial arts and self-defense to kids for a really long time. I love what I do, and I can't wait to teach you everything I know. Kids, be sure to grab an adult who can listen to this with you, okay? Talk about what you learned together afterwards, and just see where the conversation takes you. Ultimately, I'm going to want you to get some in-person physical training, but a great kid's self-defense class is so much more than just the physical skills, and that's all the stuff you'll learn from this podcast. So here we go. It's time to power up. Welcome, listeners. I am very excited to introduce you to our guest today, Jill Shames. Jill is a martial arts instructor. She's a self-defense instructor. She's a social worker. She's a strong and powerful person. And she teaches self-defense classes to all sorts of people, including to kids. And she's been doing this for well over 25 years. And she's amazing. So I'm really happy to be able to introduce you to Jill. Hello, Jill, and welcome. Hi, hi. How you doing, Sylvia? I'm really good, and I um, am really having fun getting to know you, and there are so many things about you that are so interesting and awesome and powerful. Can you please share with our listeners just a little bit about who you are and how you got to where you, where you are today, like what inspired you to start teaching self-defense classes? I took my very first self-defense class when I was in seventh grade, and it was because my brother and I were being bullied on a bus. And um, I was pretty good at that, but I kind of didn't do anything about it for a long time. And then I got really interested Uh, When I I was all grown up, in fact, I was a mother already, and I decided I wanted to study a martial art. And I decided that I wanted to study karate because I wanted to hit and I wanted to punch and kick people. So I started to study it and I found out that it's not really about punching and kicking people, although you do a lot of that. Yes. No, it's it's not. And it was so good for me and it made me feel so strong and in control that I wanted to be able to share that feeling with other people. And so I started studying to find out how I could be a self-defense instructor and very quickly realized that an empowerment self-defense instructor was what I wanted to be. Because again, self-defense is not just about hitting people and kicking people. It's about paying attention and it's about taking good care of yourself and it's about saying what's important to you and standing up for what's important to you and it's about sharing your stories with other people so that they can help you 
and also so that you can help them because that way they can learn from you. It's perfect the way that you just laid that out. And you and I have a very similar history and vibe about the whole thing. And absolutely, it is about- I know that. I, we, yes. are sister, we are sisters from another mister or something. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> But that the I always say empowerment self-defense is so much more than the physical. So, yes, we want you to know how to hit and kick and punch and yell and, um, you know, just all the physical skills. We totally want you to have that. And I know that Jill would agree with me when I say listen to this podcast and learn from what we say and also get to a class where you learn how to do this stuff because it powers up your voice. It powers up your awareness. It powers up all the rest of your life, being able to stand up for what you believe in and what your values are and all of that good stuff. So um, when you have all that powerful physical stuff, when you have that, then it makes all the other things the standing up for yourself and the even being able to sort of decide not to get into a fight with somebody and walking away. It makes all of that more powerful when you have those physical skills behind it. Absolutely. It, it, it really gives you self-confidence and all of the good things so that you can live a life where you have all sorts of choices about how you want to interact with people. It's so cool. And we want you to have those dear, sweet listeners. So what Jill and I are going to talk about today is self-defense success stories. And yay, we love them. So Jill, would you share with us, like what, how would you describe a self-defense success story for our listeners? Well, a self-defense success story, uh, it doesn't tell you whether somebody wins or loses. It's not a contest. You don't end up with a trophy. What it usually means is that somebody does something wise and brave to get out of a bad situation. And sometimes they aren't able to get out of the bad situation. So they sort of, you know, they have to kind of manage, but they turn themselves into the hero of their story by telling somebody about it and being able to get their, their power back and be able to get their, their choices back, even if something negative happens to them. It's a great way to put it. And I think, you know, what we've talked about um, here and in other places, you and I is that sometimes like you said, sometimes these success stories, which means like victories and like being able to survive something that was hard, sometimes it feels messy and it can feel awkward and uncomfortable and challenging and difficult. But the fact that you're here listening and the fact that you are here means that you are are a survivor and you have success stories, no matter how old you are, you have survived things and you have succeeded at things. And the more you can really celebrate those survivals, those successes that you've had with all the adults in your life that love you and with your friends, that like the stronger and stronger and stronger you get. 
That's right. Listen, I have an older brother and I can tell you that sometimes if I manage to get through the day without hitting my older brother, I deserve a celebration. There are days like that. But that is, but that's a self-defense choice that you, you know, that you have because you can, because you've done the work to know and to think through like, what are your values and what's important to you? It's, It's a great example. Yeah. And that you, and you learn how to use the power that you have and when it works, when it does something and it helps you. And when, if, uh, if using your physical power, for instance, might not help you, but using your voice or your body language might really help you and choosing the right weapon. It's sort of, you know, like, uh, you know, the, it's all of the, uh, all kinds of characters. Each character has their own special weapons and we also, we have, all of us have our own special weapons. We have our voice and we have our body language and we have physical things we can do. And we have the ability to walk away from a situation and make that choice. So learning which tool to pick up and use and to realize that if one tool isn't working, we might want to choose a different one. Exactly. All of that goes into empowerment, self-defense. You know what I just realized and remembered, Jill, we haven't told our listeners where you are and why there is a bird in the background. (laughs) Do you hear my bird? I have a bird named Neo who always has something to say. If I'm on a phone call or I'm recording something, he always has something to say. Um, I am right now uh, talking to you from Israel. And Israel is uh, very far away (laughs) from where you probably are. (laughs) But (laughs) there are a lot of really cool people here, all different kinds of people. And and lots of kids who learn self-defense and learn how to to see a self-defense success story, just like you're learning. That's awesome. I am so excited you're here. So I think that you brought with you a self-defense success story that you really like that we can talk about a little bit. Could you share your story? Story time with Jill. Story time. Sit down, kids, and gather around. No, you don't have to sit down (laughs) because a lot of times the kind of stories I'm going to tell, sometimes they start off as something a little bit scary. But I want to tell you before I even start, that there's a really good ending to this, or I wouldn't call it a success story, right? Yeah, so there right. you go. Good. All right. So it wasn't that long ago, there was this family and they were just kind of, you know, hanging around the house and um, some guy walked by and there was a six-year-old girl and she kind of walked out of her house and this guy that they didn't even know came up and he touched her and he grabbed her and he, t- he wanted to drag her away. Do you know what she did? What'd she do? She she took the deepest breath in the world and she screamed really, really loud. And the and the guy was like, oh, and you could see it. You actually see it on camera. And he just he just let go and he ran away. And not only that, but because she screamed, her father from inside the house heard and he came out and the neighbors came out and all kinds of people. And when it was Wait, he and it was like it was like this guy was going to try to take this girl away, and she did exactly the best thing she could possibly do by yelling. That scared him, 
and it called for help without her even having to say the word help. She just screamed, and she was really proud of what she did afterward. I bet she was. That's yeah, such her a great parents story. talked about her. Her dad and her mom were so proud that she had learned to do this. They had told told her that this is what she should do if somebody somebody comes up and bothers her, or tries to take her away, and that's exactly what she did. Oh, I love that. I love that. And she just yelled as loud as she could. Yeah, and she was six years old. Six years old. Wow, that's amazing. That's really great. And, you know, something for listeners to know is that um, when there's somebody who wants to cause us harm, whether we're an adult or a kid, they often pick people they think they can um, they can harm without any negative consequences to themselves big word. Mm -hmm. What I mean and what I want to say is they think they can get away with it. And so they pick someone who seems small or who seems uh, maybe weak in some way or uh, awkward or something because they think they can get away with it. And so in this case, when this girl started yelling, that guy did not expect that so he was really shocked and that yeah. that's a great defense is that we call it the element of surprise it's a that's great right. tool that you have it's important to remember that we all we have a we we often think that people who want to do harm have all kind we like they have some kind of superpower because they can surprise us but you know what we have the same superpower. We can surprise them back. We sure can, and they don't expect it. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope. That's a great story. And so, like, she was loud. Her, like, neighbors and her family could come running out. And do you do you know if there's another, is there an end to the story that you know that you could share with us? Or, like, did they... Were they able to find out who this person was that tried to cause harm like this or? You know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think a lot of times, um, sometimes we think that we have to do that in order for it to be a self-defense success story, we have to do the whole job. Like the bad guy has to end up in jail or something. Mm -hmm. But the fact is that, doesn't matter. The bad guy doesn't matter at all in the story. No, good the point. The only thing that's important is, did was she able to do something wise to keep herself safe? And she did. Now, I can look it up and find out. Yeah, doesn't But what's matter. really important, yeah. yeah, what's really important is putting She's... our hands together for this this girl. I'm clapping. Me too. And, and you know, through her, through her ability to do this brave, courageous yelling thing that she did, she also becomes someone who's a great role model for kids yeah. across the world to see like it can be done, even if you're six years old. Amazing. So cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the other side of it, isn't it? That that when we when we take care of ourselves and then we share our stories, it helps us to it helps us help other people learn to take care of themselves. Exactly. Which is so 
it's such an honor and such a neat thing to be able to do that. And for her at six, to be able to have such an impact on so many people is a wonderful, it's just wonderful. And to see it as what it is, a success story. So absolutely. So great. Well, Jill, thank you so much for sharing that story. And is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners? I want to share how much I love stories like this, but I want you to know that what's, what's wonderful about them is not that they happen only once in a while, that these are the kind of stories that happen all the time, many times every day, but a lot of times they don't make the news. And so we don't get to hear about them. But the thing to, to remember is that this is, this is what happens most of the time. Most of the time, some kid comes up with some kind of way to get help or to stomp on somebody's foot or to distract them or to make a lot of noise. And they're able to get away and get, uh, get whatever it is that they need. So try to remember that this is not, this is not something that almost never happens. This is the, this is the real story. That this happens is the every real... single day. Yes. And it doesn't get reported because maybe no, it's because not as dramatic or, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, I say that, the, I often say that the reason that they call it the news is because they try to report on things that are new. And there's nothing new about people defending themselves. It happens all the time. So I would like to piggyback on that, Jill, and for the kids who are listening and for the adults who love the kids who are listening, that I would love for you to continue this conversation together. And I would love to have the adults share some success stories that they had when they were kids with their kids that they love. Oh, that's and, great. That's such a great idea. Yeah. And I'd love for the kids to share things that happen at school that maybe they were thinking wasn't a success story, but maybe they can start to think about it as a success story and to really talk with one another and to really shift that perspective and to really be able to see this as it is, which is these things, when they happen, they are successes. And if you're inspired, connect with me, connect with Jill. There's a way to do that in the description of this episode and tell us your success stories because we want to hear them. We yeah, do. you know what? All you have to do is ask the question, what did I do right? And if you can find things that you did right, that's a success. That is a success. And I would say this too, Jill, that they can also connect with you and connect with me. And if they're not sure if it's a success story, we'll help them figure out how it is a success story. <laughs> well, you see, that's one of the things that's special about the work we do is that we are, we're like success detectives. <laughs> we can really see it. We really can. We really because can. Because we see so many of these stories that we can see all the little things you did right. <laughs> and we love it so much. Like it's such oh, an exciting thing when we hear it's a good story. Such a kick. Such a kick. <laughs> Gosh. Well, listeners, we love you. Thank you for joining yeah, we us. Do. We do. And we love you for we love you for being so powerful. Yes. <laughs> for being strong and powerful and for listening and for learning and 
all the things. So thanks for sharing this time with us. And Jill, thank you for bringing your wisdom, your expertise, your knowledge, your joy, and your story. And um, just thank you so much for spending time with me and my listeners this today. Was- this was so much fun. I'm I'm going to go stories, story hunting. I'm <laughs> yes. going to go looking for more great stories. And maybe if we're lucky, Jill will come back and maybe we'll talk about more success stories. That's right. Don't forget to ask me to come back. I won't, I won't forget. <laughs> I won't forget. Thank you so much, Jill. It's wrap up time. No kids' self-defense class is complete until we've shouted together about how amazing we are. So here's what I want you to do. First of all, make sure it's okay to shout and be loud. Like, make sure no one's on the phone or working from home or trying to take a nap. And by the way, if it's not an okay time to shout, that's all right, too. You can use a quiet voice or even a whisper. Works the same. I'm going to say something and I want you to repeat after me. Okay, so you've figured out how loud you can be. Now, if you can, stand in a power pose with your feet planted about as wide apart as your shoulders are. If you can't stand up, sitting's fine too, but just feel your body connecting to the ground. And then do something that feels really powerful to you, like Put your hands up in the air in a V for victory sign or make fists and put them on your hips or put both your hands on your heart, okay? So do something that feels really powerful to you. Take a deep breath and repeat after me as loud as you can. Here we go. I am a strong and powerful kid. I have the right to say no. No means no. And one last time with my favorite. I am a strong and powerful kid. And then we say, yes. Yes, you rock. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Power Up Kids Self-Defense Podcast. I'll see you next time. And between now and then, stay safe and have fun. And for the adults, adults, I really appreciate that you're listening and sharing this podcast with your kiddos. Thank you for taking the time to do this. I do this work. I take on the expenses of this work because I think it's important. If you'd like to support me, I'd be most grateful. You can find links to my buy me a coffee page or to my website podcast donation page in the episode description. Thanks for supporting this work. Let's do this. Let's make the world safer for all the kids. When you review this podcast and share it with your friends and family, that also helps spread the word. And I'd love it if you'd do that too. And by the way, if you or your kids have an experience or a story that you or they would be willing to share with me and our listeners, I'd love to hear it. This is how we learn from one another. Sharing and telling our stories is really powerful. It's a gift that we can give to others and it's a path toward our own healing and empowerment. Anyway, connect with me if you've got something that you'd be willing to talk about sharing. There's a link in the episode description for how to do that. Take care and be safe.